right, hello and welcome to Douglasville Impact, our community podcast. We are so glad to be back uh, <laughs> talking again today uh, in our virtual world. Uh, we had a little bit of a little bit of speed bumps we hit uh, trying to get started today, but we are rolling. So thank you for joining us. Um, let's go ahead and introduce everybody we have on the screen and on the show today. Uh, joining us uh, once again is Miss uh, Emily Hardaway. Hi, Ms. Allison Parker. Hello. And our special guest this week is Miss Chan Weeks with Keep Douglasville Beautiful. Hello. Hey, Chan. Thanks for joining us. All right. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got a lot of uh, events and things we got coming up, uh, things that have been happening in and around the community since we were here last. And then uh, a lot of stuff we're going to talk to uh, Miss Weeks about with uh, the Keep Douglasville Beautiful is doing in the community and a lot of exciting things coming up. So. Let's jump right into the show, and I think we're going to start with Emily. You're going to start us off today, talking about some news and events and things happening in and around the community. Yeah, I'll kick I'll awesome. kick things off for us. Take it away. Um, so I'll start with some news. Um, we have some very exciting news here in the city of Douglasville. Best kind. Uh, yes, uh, best kind of news. Um, we have the city has selected a developer for our town green project. And so, for those who don't know, um, if you've been living under a rock, we are building an amphitheater in a town green right here in our downtown area. It's very, very exciting. Um, We're going to be able to have concerts and lots of outdoor events and festivals and things like that. And so, I personally am really, really excited about this project. Um, And so, yeah, we have selected a developer to kind of come in and, um, you know, do some type of developments that are around our town green um, that's going to have retail and, um, you know... uh, Restaurants, residential. Restaurants, yeah, residential, and it's just going to be really, really cool. Um, So, it... This is just the first step, though, so (laughs) the first step in a long process, but it's a step in the right direction, and it's really, really exciting. So the, the, the background of that, so they, these are actually two separate projects, right? So we've right. got, we've got our, our town green and amphitheater portion that we are moving forward with, so that will be a city park that, and, that we are building, and, and we've made a lot of progress on that. I think the, the final designs have been uh, approved uh, yeah. by council, the final drawings and everything, and that the construction of the town green and amphitheater portion should go out to bid um, sometime this summer, I think, over the next few months. We'll actually put that out to bid <coughs> to actually start the construction part of the town green and amphitheater uh, section. So uh, the second phase is the actual area surrounding the town green and amphitheater. So in a lot of the renderings and drawings, you see the big um, high-rise kind of buildings that are uh, that are in there. This is that area around the town green. Right. So, uh, yeah, the city has uh, been in talks with uh, Milk Creek Residential uh, mm-hmm. is the company uh, that they've um, signed the first uh, MOU for the Memorandum of Understanding. Um, it's the start of a long process, um, but this is a uh, – you can go online and, and look up Milk Creek Residential. They've done some really beautiful developments all around oh, the yeah. country, uh, and they've got Sunman in Atlanta as well, um, and they're really nice. They're, it's a mix of residential 
Uh, so there will be some residential space and amenities for those who want to, you know, live in this kind of downtown area. But there's also going to be restaurant space, going to be retail space. There's mm-hmm. going to be parking and parking decks and things like that back behind. Um, so this will really complete that kind of town center feel um, yeah. for the downtown area. So it's a really, really nice looking renderings and artwork that they've put out right now. And they're just, you know, they're proposals right now but uh, what they've put out so far looks really nice the projects they've done look really really nice Um, so it's it is very exciting Uh, it's it's a it's the kind of project that really changes the the whole landscape of the downtown oh yeah Um, definitely and and there you know we don't have a hard timeline on what that developer really looks like other than we know that uh, Mill Creek has been uh, they're, they're, they're very excited about the project mm-hmm. and they are trying their best to move things forward as quickly as possible as well. So we're excited that they are excited. Um, so they will come in and actually develop that area and they're, they're wanting to get it done as quickly as possible. So, yeah. um, and we're just Which making sure that great. it looks really, really good and it's got the stuff that the community wants to see. So, um, Altogether, yeah, over the next couple of years, downtown Douglasville is going to look very, very different <laughs> Yeah, just from that little town center project. So that is very exciting. The mayor officially announced it last week at her at the mm-hmm. we had the, the joint state of the city, state of the county um, address at the conference center last week. Um, and she officially announced it during her state of the city address. So. Uh, very, very exciting to hear about that one. So you, you can just stay tuned and we'll, as, as more information on that comes in, we'll let everybody know cause we're excited yep. about it. So, oh yeah, we will definitely keep you posted. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of big news, um, here for us. Um, and then we also have several very exciting upcoming events happening, um, <coughs> The first thing that I am so, so excited about uh, is happening Friday, May 7th at Hunter Park, and it is Parking Lot Bingo. So we are putting together a big bingo game in the parking lot of Hunter Park, the parking lot out by the baseball fields. And it's just going to be really fun, and you just come, and we'll play bingo, and if you get bingo, you honk your horn and flash your lights, um, and it's just going to be a really fun hangout time. Um, you can pre-register um, just so we can make sure that we account for you and that we know you're coming um, on our website, right. www.douglasvillega.gov. That's the one. That's yep. right. Um, so I really Bingo. hope, yes, that's right. So I really hope that, um, that you're all able to join us. Cause I really think it's going to be a super fun night. We're going to have some prizes and it's going to be really fun. Yeah. And, and we, we are in that big parking lot next to the ball field. So we have a lot of room, but there's only so much space. Right. Um, so we're going to, we're going to have the cars basically skipping every other space. So you can sit in your car. You can hang out. You can play bingo. If you'd like to get out and sit in the space next to your car, you know that you'll have a space that's designated for you, you know your your party, your group. That's still going to have a car between you and the next group. Um, but because we're doing it that way, there's still only a limited number of spaces available. Right. So we got a lot of spaces out there, 
but there's still a finite number. So that's why we're asking yeah. people to go ahead and register just to make sure. Uh, if you want to come, make sure you're accounted for and we got you on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it should be a fun night, kind of a tailgate kind of experience. You know, like I said, you can hang out in your car. You can bring a chair and sit oh, next yeah. to your car. Um, we're going to have some food out there. Uh, hopefully got some food trucks out there of some sort. Um, we're talking to some, to so a different, couple of different food trucks now to see which ones we can get out there. Um, so there'll be food trucks, play some music, play some bingo, have yeah. some prizes, yeah. just kind of hang out and have some fun, you know? Oh, yeah. Just going to be super fun and chill and, you know, good The community times. getting together. We've exactly. been wanting to, <laughs> an opportunity to get together and hang out. So Exactly. <laughs> in person. And still, and still socially distance for those Absolutely. for due to COVID. So yeah. you don't have yeah. to worry about that. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely All those things are going to be in time. place. And we'll have the social distancing signs out. And we're going to make sure, you know, that's why we've got it set up to where you're, you're in your car. And if you get out of your car, you're still socially distanced from the party next to you. So we've got all those measures in place. Um, but Emily's done a great job of putting together an event that, uh, you know, has those things in place, but it's not going to feel, you know, like we're, we're separated virtual or something like that. It's an in-person event right. that's going to have, be, have a lot, we're going to have a lot of fun with a lot of people hanging out and just having a good time. Um, so that we're not worrying about the, the safety stuff. So it's all there, but hopefully it's, we're still going to have a great time <laughs> and it's not yes. going to be the focus. So <laughs> Yeah. So, so ooh, definitely. Train. <laughs> so definitely uh, come and um, check it out if you're able to. Yeah. Um, yes. Another event coming up is the Taste of Douglasville on May 15th at 11 a.m. It's going to be at the Cultural Arts Center. And something really cool they're doing this year, um, since it's a little bit different, is they actually have these booklets that are available to purchase at the CAC um, that have, you know, they have a ton of community restaurants. Um, I think they're like coupons um, or vouchers, you know, something like that, that you can purchase and then you can go to these local restaurants and, and use them. And I believe they cost uh, $40, 40. which when you think about it, that's actually a really good deal. Um, so those are available to purchase at the CAC. Yeah, they actually have them in now. We so we had we had other other Emily. We had Emily Leitner with the CAC on the last episode, and she talked all about their plans for Taste of Douglasville coming up, and how they're kind of modifying it a little bit this year. And she talked about the coupon booklets, mm-hmm. um, and they have them finished and they're in hand with all the different kind of area. A lot of a lot of restaurants from around the community. Uh, in there um, with different, you know, coupons and freebies and things like that. So um, I'm not sure if they've assigned a dollar value to it yet, but it's one of those things where you pay 40 bucks for it. You probably make that back in your first couple of restaurant yeah. visits. Definitely. <laughs> and, you know, free meals and free appetizers and discount meals and things like that, BOGOs and different stuff. So, um, and, and this is in place of them, they typically have all the restaurants out for Taste of Douglasville set up with all the booths and things like that. So this is kind of another option because it's a fundraiser for them. You know, the Cultural Arts Council does a lot in our community to promote arts and and creativity and things like that. So they do a great job in the community and this is one of their biggest fundraisers uh, that they weren't able to really have, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. So, so it's a great way to support the arts and the community, support the CAC and all that they do as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. get a lot of really good free food out of it, mm-hmm. which is I also mean, a, good. <laughs> a great cause and good food. What more could you ask for? So, um, like and then, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the last the last thing I have before I'll turn it over to Allison, um, we have a lot of parks events coming up um, this summer and coming up soon. You can go to our website. I'll say it again, www.douglasvillega.gov, and you can check out all of our parks events. Um, some We're going to have screen on the green again this year, this summer. Um, you know, movie nights outside, which is always fun. Um, we're going to have a Camp Terrific in July, which is a camp for individuals um, with, uh, I believe, learning disabilities. Is that correct for Camp Terrific? I think so. Um, <laughs> more information about that will be on our website. Um, yeah, and then, on the website, yeah. Yes. And then we also have a Teen Alliance coming up at the end of June. Um, for your teens who would love to get involved in the community. So definitely check out our website to get more information on all of those events. Nice. Yeah, the parks keep, they stay busy over there. Oh, yeah. They've got camps and things going on. So, yeah, definitely check out uh, the parks section of the website. So, all right, uh, Allison Parker, what's going on down there in uh, your corner of the screen? It's the parks party again. They are just keeping busy, which is always great, but always trying to find things for our youth to do in the community as well as families. So Kids to Park Day is May 15th. Last year we did something a little different. We did Parks to Kids Day where we hopped in a van and we went to different neighborhoods, and it was a great time to see the lines of families waiting for the park swag bags and all the great activities, the mobile playground that we have. Well, this year we're doing things different again. So May 15th again is Kids to Park Day, but what our parks department is encouraging is for all families to participate in our park scavenger hunt. And so you start at Hunter Park, you go into Ike Owens, they'll give you a brochure with all the different stops that you're supposed to make along our parks. Make sure they're city parks and not county parks, but that information will be included. And that is happening May 10th through the 16th. And at each stop, there is a selfie station for you to participate in. And then once you finish, finish, you submit all your photos and that is how you get a park swag bag. And so again, that's May 10th through the 16th. Only city parks. Maybe one day we can discuss doing something on a wide scale with our county parks. But right now it's just city parks. And that information can be found on our website at douglasvillega.gov or on our social media pages. Nice. So uh, always fun with that. And it is the season for scavenger hunts. (laughs) So if maybe the park scavenger hunt is a little too wide for you, we invite you to come down to our downtown Douglasville area and get active in our downtown scavenger hunt, which is happening the week of May 3rd. And what that looks like, again, is you start at the Welcome Center. You'll receive a map with information on all the different stops. Each stop has a selfie assignment for you to complete, so make sure you read those instructions thoroughly. And we will compile all those winners, all the participants, based on the hashtags that you use on social social media, which is, if I believe, is hashtag downtown Deville Hunt. But again, that information will be on our website, douglasvillega.gov, and on our social media pages. And this one is sponsored by our Downtown Development Authority and Main Street. So we have so many great opportunities for photos in our downtown Douglasville area. You can go to the Coke mural. You could go to the fountain. You can go to the old police precinct. I mean, there are just so many different areas that take really, really great photos, especially if you have iPhones. Shameless plug. So... (laughs) 
definitely encourage you to get started on that. But again, you can find that information on our website, douglasvillega.gov, or on our social media pages. And there is always somebody out on the plaza taking pictures. Yes. Oh, yes. And it's it's prom season. So there's like sudden, suddenly every day there's somebody out in formal wear on the plaza somewhere. <laughs> Yes. Taking photos. Yes. <laughs> Prom season, we had graduates out there from a mm-hmm. dental school a few weeks ago. Sometimes it's birthday photos, mm-hmm. headshots. I mean, there's always a good reason to take a photo. Sometimes it's just some dedicated Instagrammers. <laughs> We've seen some very committed Instagrammers. I mean, hanging upside down. and It's always light. fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> always fun to see them out there. So... Whether you want to get involved nice. in the park scavenger hunt or downtown Douglasville scavenger hunt, either is a great opportunity to get some steps in, spend some quality family time, no matter if you have young kids or couples, whatever it may be, uh, scavenger hunts are definitely good to get involved. And then back to our parks, we are updating our pedal pushers program. So there are some new pricing coming through, which you can find again on our website at douglasvillega.gov and on our social media pages in the upcoming weeks. But then we're also going to start group rides. And so if you're someone like me, I do much better with accountability. That's the best way for me to get out and get active. And you want to ride bikes, You, uh, we have bikes that are available for rent. And you can do the trikes, which are the three wheels, or the double wheels, and meet up at Hunter Park. And group, group rides, I'm going to read this information so I don't get it wrong. Group <laughs> rides will be available Mondays from 6 p.m. to 6.45 p.m., Wednesdays from 9 a.m. to 9.45 a.m., or Wednesdays from 10.30 to 11.15 a.m. And so, again, this information will be on our website and on our social media pages. But this is an opportunity for you to meet some of your neighbors, for you to meet some people who may not stay in the same community as you, but are all still here in Douglasville and just want to get active by riding bikes, which I had an opportunity to do the pedal pushers not too long ago. It's fun. But it is not easy. So, you know, I want to encourage everyone that it's a workout. Yeah. I I was tired. I I wasn't sure if I was on the easy route or the intermediate route. But whichever (laughs) route I was on, I was ready to turn around because my my knees and my thighs and I was just, it was hot. But it was so much fun. And I look forward to doing it again. So that is a definitely a great opportunity. Then the last thing is we, and I'm not going to steal Chance Thunder, but we are definitely excited to bring back the Church Street Farmer's Market, which is happening Tuesday, May 4th at the Old Police Precinct. And they have some really, really fun, exciting things happening for this first one. And so I will allow her to mention all those things, but we'll be listing that information on our website, (laughs) douglasvillega.gov, and on our social media pages. Speaking of shameless plugs. (laughs) Right. Well, well, let's just kick it over to Chan. That, that's an excellent segue uh, to Miss Chan Weeks with our uh, Keep Douglas So Beautiful. So, Chan, why don't you start off and, and tell us about the Farmer's Market. We know it is about to kick off for another season. You guys had a great year last year. So tell us about the Farmer's Market coming back at uh, Church Street. Yeah, we're really excited. It starts May 4th, um, Tuesday, May 4th. And because of it being on May 4th, be, the with, you, be with you. May the 4th be with have, you. Um, decided to do a little bit of a star wars kind of um push if if you are a star wars fan come out and wear your star wars theme attire or um bring a little star wars theme you know um plush or something with you and you can be entered to win um some very cool looking um star wars kitchen um like 
accessories, mitts, and, you know, some other odds and ends. So you can be put into that drawing. So that's exciting. Um, it's also going to be um, next week is the Tuesday before Mother's Day. So we're going to be um, also giving away a, a large flower bouquet that you can be entered to win as, as well. And that anybody can participate in that. So just by showing up. Um, one of our very um, favorite vendors um, is going to supply that, the Little Flower Garden. And um, they were a big hit last year, and we are excited to have them back again this year. Um, on that note, we have about 24 vendors that will be out with us on Tuesday. So nice. that is um, <coughs> quite a bit more than what we had last season. I think our record last season was around 15 or so. So we were really excited that um, our vendors have almost doubled. Um, we have a ton more produce vendors, which we're really, really happy about. Um, and this year we are going to be able to double EBT SNAP dollars. So if you are on that program, um, you can come to the um, information booth there and see us and we will give you not only the money that you turn in for your for your snap dollars so if you want to say i want to spend 20 of my snap dollars we're going to give you bonus ones so we're going to double those for you this year um, nice. so that will um, that's really exciting we're really happy to be able to um, offer that program through wholesome wave um, a special uh, grant that we received so we are really excited about this year so much going on each um, each week, we're hoping to have some special guests that will be with us, whether they're um, nonprofit organizations or just community members. Um, I know the library's coming out one day, the Lions Club. Um, there'll be a lot of um, some information booths and things, but um, we are really excited about offering that kind of stuff as well. And just some special events throughout the entire season, which runs through Tuesday, May the 28th. So we have a lot planned where we're, um, it, it's a full schedule and we look forward to everybody coming out and enjoying all of the local produce um, that our vendors are offering and all the wonderful crafts and everything that are going to be available. Yeah, that's that, you guys had a great year last year. You know, a lot, a lot of people turned out and the vendors just kept kind of coming in, you know. Uh, so, yeah, looking for a really exciting second season. So it's starting May the Fourth, fourth and running through September 28th, 28th, May the 4th, September 28th. So all summer long, you know, great fresh produce and fun. And again, another uh, great opportunity just to come out and, you know, mm -hmm. enjoy some community oh, yeah. <laughs> in a safe way, you know, yeah. so this is outdoor and everybody's kind of spaced out. So the people who are still, you know, uh, you can still feel comfortable being out there, but you know, you're out in the community. Um, with your neighbors and stuff as well, which is also super nice to be able to do again. So, and I forgot to mention it's from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. each Tuesday. That's kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. We will be out there, so we you can you can catch us after school, after work. Um, we'll be out there till 7 p.m. Nice. nice, very nice, awesome. Yeah, we're all super excited about that. Um, but you guys have also been busy doing a bunch of other stuff, right? So we had uh, Earth Day. Uh, last week or so, right? So tell us a little bit about some of the stuff you guys were doing for Earth Day with Keep Douglasville Beautiful. Earth Day is annually April 22nd, and we did celebrate that last week with uh, several litter cleanup events throughout the city. We also partnered with our county affiliate, Keep Douglas County Beautiful and Georgia Highlands College. So we were excited to bring those partners on. Um, there was a uh, cleanup held um, at the Georgia Highlands 
campus um, with Keep Douglas County Beautiful, and they picked up around that area and a little bit um, on Highway 5 and then the park um, that's in the old Bill Arp Elementary School on Highway 5. So there's um, the Bill Arp Park there. So they cleaned up all in the park and, and around the school. So that was really great. We also um, did a, um, a cleanup around the Culture Arts Center all throughout the historic downtown Douglasville area on Campbellton and Selman Avenue. And we also incorporated a little bit of a uh, little planting refresh over for the Culture Arts Center just to help them get ready for Taste of Douglasville coming up May yeah. 15th that um, Emily mentioned earlier. Um, we finished out the day at 4.30 over in the Mill Village neighborhood and cleaned up all the streets throughout the Mill Village neighborhood. So over, I think there was close to eight miles of, of streets and, and roads that we picked up through that area. So that was really nice. exciting. That's, um, we did a lot and we can't thank our volunteers enough for coming out for all of these events and helping, you know, to keep Douglasville as beautiful as it is and, and, you know, maybe make it a little bit prettier along the way as well. So we were, yeah. we were really happy, happy and thankful for all those volunteers who came out. Absolutely. You got, you got a great crew of volunteers that always is uh, willing to step up to help. And that's a lot of cleanup. You guys cleaned up a lot of different areas. That's awesome. So you mentioned, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so you mentioned cleaning up over in the Mill Village area, which is also where the our, our community garden is, right? And you guys have been doing a lot over there. We got new trees, got new fencing, right? It's looking nice over there, right? Any new updates coming? What's that? Any new updates or anything else about the community garden we need to tell people about? So we just did our uh, summer planting. So those crops and everything will be coming up that's always available for anybody who wants to come over and check it out you know help volunteer um, come over and you know pick some strawberries or um, you know tomatoes we have so many different vegetables and fruits and now with all of our our trees of course we're not going to see any um any fruits on those trees probably for a couple of years but we're excited yeah. that they are growing and have added that component to our garden and we put in a fence you know for MLK this year and and it's just it's really you know coming together it's a it's a great little garden yeah awesome. it really is it really, really really is it's super super awesome all right community garden cleanup days uh, you guys also just held your spring recycling event right as part of spring cleanup week uh, so you guys had the recycling event this past weekend we did. Yeah, our, our recycle event always kicks off the cleanup week for the city residents. Um, of course, it is open to anyone, city, county, or out of the county residents uh, for the recycle event. So that's yeah. that's great. We have people driving, you know, from um, outside our community to to come to that event, and it's a free event where people can just drop off anything from, you know, electronics and scrap metal. We do have a five dollar fee for TVs and monitors, but you know, for the most part. Um, everything is free. And so people take the opportunity to clean out their basements, their attics, you know, wherever. Um, we had over 240 cars come through, um, even though it was raining half of the morning. That's right. <laughs> so we were all soaked. The volunteers were amazing as usual. We had wonderful help from um, the WSA Water and Sewer Authority here in Douglasville, Douglas County. And we also had a really great group of young people from um, Stewart Middle School led by Marcus Harley called RULA. Um, that's reaching outstanding overachieving leaders or some, I don't know. It's, nice. it's great. Though, but, um, <laughs> some team boys that were um, just wonderful help. And, you know, we were glad to have their muscle, um, but thanks to them and to WSA. And then our, our um, of course, our keep Douglasville beautiful board for, for making that event a success. 
Yeah, you guys were definitely dedicated because it was it was predicted to not be a very nice day at all on and Saturday. And it's you know a rain or shine event. So. We have the cleanup week starting you know with it this week, so we want people to have that option to get rid of those items and and recycle them because during cleanup week we can't guarantee that the items will be recycled. So yeah. we. Um, we do give that option, you know, the Saturday before. So it's yeah. it's rain or shine, and it definitely rained on us this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know that Spring Cleanup Week has been going on this week, and I know Mr. Roberts has said that uh, people have definitely been participating in that because uh, they have had their stuff out on the curb, and it's been picked up, and he said there was a lot of it this year. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's always a great thing that the community likes as well. So uh, another thing uh, that uh, the community is super excited about is uh, coming back, uh, I don't know what day we're on now, but coming back next week, we have our residential recycling is going to be resuming next week, uh, starting officially on May 3rd, right? So let's talk a little bit about that because we need to talk a little bit about how the the new recycling process works and how the, what the, and the, recycling program in general. So we know that recycling is coming back, uh, but uh, we're looking at, at kind of really, we want to talk about what can and can't be recycled in that recycling program, right? And th th some of these things are, you know, we're, we're not talking about a whole lot of new guidelines. We're talking about things that have been in place for a long time that have been a struggle for recycling uh, forever because, because not everything that everybody thinks about as being recyclable is recyclable, right? So there's a lot of stuff that is obvious, and there's a lot of stuff that we think is obvious that I I, I was totally wrong about. Um, so let's talk a little bit about recycling. That residential recycling is coming back, but what is what are some of the biggest things we need to let people know about what they need to know about what not to put into that recycling, and what they should be putting in that recycling? What are the what are the biggest hurdles that we're running into? Uh, with the recycling program that we need to make sure we're letting people know about? So our biggest change um, with it coming back this year is the plastics. We are still able to take some plastics, but it's limited only to the plastics number one and number two. And you ask, what does that actually mean? There's on the <laughs> bottom of most of your plastics, whether it's a water bottle or something, it'll have a little chasing arrows with a number in it. I know I'm looking for it. I was looking for it, but I've got my bottle. So I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, so there's both. Has a one. There you go. Emily's got one. So even a reusable water bottle, um, it has a one. So that if, if that broke and Emily was no longer able to use it, if it cracked or something, she could put that in the recycle bin. Yay. Nice. Thank you, Emily. So, um, so if it has that chasing arrows with the number one or number two, and if you don't see that symbol on it, please do not put it in the recycle bin. Right. We do not want anything else if it does not have that number one or number two, it does not go in the recycle bin. Um, so that is our big thing that we really are trying to get across that um, those other plastics, try to avoid them, you know, try to yeah. find other ways to, to not have to purchase those items or, you know, maybe if, if it's a toy or something like that, then, you know, find it a new home um, yeah. if, if yeah. your child has outgrown it or doesn't play with it any longer. So we want to encourage, yeah, some reuse as well in those things. So this is a process that really, it doesn't start when you've got the empty bottle and you're heading toward the container and you, you look at the bottle and say, well, it's got a one, it's got a two, it's got a three. This is something that really should start at the store when you're buying the bottle, right? So when you're buying, you know, water bottles or drink bottles or something like that, look at it at the store and try to find one that, that has the one or two 
that's going to be recyclable. That way, you know, when you get to the end, you can recycle it, right? Um, so it's a little bit of forethought, uh, you know, and a, a little extra effort. But I think the main key that we're trying to, to let people know is we want to err on the side of caution. If you're not sure, it needs to go in the trash and not the recycling, right? Because... We don't want any of the wish cycling. You yeah, know? So you... <laughs> I wish it could be recycled. I'm going to hope that it's recyclable. I'm going to put it in there. But no, yeah. it, it's it's not here in the city of Douglasville. That, that doesn't mean it's not recyclable anywhere in, our, right. in America, you know, but it's not recyclable in the city of Douglasville. And we do have different items that we can recycle versus what a, you know, a, a neighboring county or community might have. Right. So just pay attention to those. Um, going back to what we can't take, we still do not accept glass, still yeah. no styrofoam. Please avoid items that are heavily contaminated with food, you know, like your greasy pizza boxes and that type of thing. Um, you know, all your plastic grocery bags, there's a place you can take them back to the, the store and, and recycle them if unless you can start training yourself to take your reusable bags, you know, yeah. like we love those reusable bags. So, yes. Yeah, so let's, like Jason said, err on the caution side of, you know, if we're not sure, go ahead and put it in the trash, but that yeah. is just, you know, something like what you were saying before, let's, let's go back to before we purchase an item, you know, kind of the forethought. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what happens is if we, if you get, a lot of the stuff in your container that technically is not recyclable and that gets then mixed into a truck uh, full of recyclable materials and a, a few houses have done that and they've got some stuff in there that's not recyclable. What we end up looking at is contaminating a whole truckload of recycled materials, right? Um, which makes it a real challenge. You know, we want all the stuff that is recyclable to be recycled. So once it makes it to the recycling facility and it's out of our hands, you know, they look at it and if there's too much, if it's a contaminated load that they can't recycle, you know, then it becomes more trash than recyclable. So our goal is to get as many things recycled as we possibly can. So it's just something we really want to be thinking about. And and again, err on the side of caution. If you're just not sure, you know, don't put it in the recycling bin because a whole lot of things that are recyclable end up not getting recyclable, recycled because of, you know, something that's not is in the, in the load. Um so another thing that, that we got a question about on, on, on social media yesterday that we have listed on our site that's not recyclable is lids. So, uh, you know, when you've got all your water bottles and you've got the numbers on there, but we've got lids and things. So, so we're like, hey, well, what, what do you mean by lids? How many lids? What kind of lids are not recyclable? Um, and I know that oftentimes the bottle is one type of plastic, but your lid is a different type of plastic, right? Um, right. And, you know, it's, it's great if people remember to take the lids off. But if, if you forget, it's okay. The main thing we're concerned about is, you know, those items that aren't the number ones and two plastics, the, you know, the glass, the styrofoam, but the bigger yeah, items the that big, are really going things. to make a major difference in contaminating that load and possibly sending the entire load to the landfill. And then none of those items get recycled. Yeah. So, you know, if, if your lid gets left on, you know, okay. Um, I think there's, there's worse, but, you know, we can definitely avoid the glass, the styrofoam, the food, you know, the, the anything, not one or two plastic. Um, so let's, let's focus yeah. on, on the, on the big things. Is there anything else major that, that people need to be looking for is, is, you know, when we're talking paper and cardboard and boxes and things like that, um, are there some of those that are recyclable and some of those that are not? 
As far as cardboard and boxes, um, we can't accept anything that uh, um, has like a wax coating on it. Um, so like the, you know, your milk cartons that you get from school, you know, with the plastic coating on the outside, something like that, that wouldn't be recyclable. Um, but your normal cardboard boxes, even your cereal boxes, your snack boxes, that kind of things, those are all recyclable. Now the plastic bag inside, not recyclable. Throw that in the trash, <laughs> break down the cereal box, you know, and then the cereal box can go in. So right. it, it means a little bit of an extra step, just paying attention and just not tossing everything in one. Um, but it really, you know, think about what you're doing, helping, right. helping future generations. Yeah, I, th I think the people that are that are that are wanting to do this recycling, they're wanting to make the extra effort, right? Uh, you know, people who are recycling because they care, they're recycling because they want to, you know, think about the environment. They want to think about that. So, uh, I think the people who are recycling are going to be okay with taking that little extra minute to think about it when they're buying it, to think about it when they're pulling it apart, to think about it when they're rinsing things out that need to be rinsed out before they go into it. Um, so, I, I think it's just all about that little extra effort, you know, and. And I think most people are okay with that because they understand they're making an effort for the good. Um, it's just knowing what needs to be thought about is the biggest hurdle. So I know we've got a lot of stuff. We're going we're gonna to be sharing out a lot of information on our social media about, you know, this is recyclable. This is not recyclable. This is something that you need to think about when you're recycling. Um, we also have a lot of uh, stuff that on our website. We've got our... We've got our Douglasville Go Green program uh, where we talk a lot about reduce and reuse because recycling is is the third thing that we, we don't even want to get to recycling if we can talk about reduce and reuse, right? Um, so anytime you can use reusable water bottles instead of the, even the recycling water bottles, excellent. Anytime you can use the recycle, the reusable bags instead of the plastic bags, that's an even better step. Um, than the recycling. So there's a lot of information on the website. Uh, we've got a whole Go Green Douglasville page with Bo on there telling us all about uh, reduce and reuse. Uh, we're going to have more information up about, you know, what can be recycled, what can't be recycled, what, you know, different things you need to be thinking about when you're putting stuff into one bin or the other. I know Allison's got a whole uh, lot of stuff lined up for our social media to start putting information out there as well. And Chan's been working with her to tell us all the, the stuff that we didn't really <laughs> realize um, about recycling and stuff. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. And it's just a matter of, you know, thinking about it a little, a little bit, right? Um, so is, is there anything else, you know, major that we need to make sure that we're talking about uh, with the community and stuff when we're talking about recycling that we need to make sure people know about with it coming back uh, next week? Um. It's still going to be on the same day as your normal garbage pickup. Okay. So that hasn't changed. Um, so just make sure your cart is to the, um, the street no later than 7 a.m. on your pickup day. Um, we do ask, um, we use automated trucks now. So we do ask for spacing in between the carts. Um, so please, you know, allow, you know, several feet in between each cart so the automated arms can go and grab those cans and, and not knock everything over. Um, that would be really nice. Um, that helps us out because we are still, um, as far as manpower, we're still a little shorthanded. And so those automated trucks have been um, really, really good for us to Absolutely. kind of help pick up the slack there. So social distance your cans. Make sure your cans are socially distanced from one another. Um, and not only socially distanced from one another, but socially distanced from your mailbox. 
or your basketball goal as well. <laughs> or other vehicles. Stuff, that's, that's good. Yeah, because you have a big metal arm coming down and, and grabbing a trash can. You don't want that big metal arm coming down and grabbing your mailbox or your basketball goal or your car. <laughs> so social distance everything. <laughs> Okay, excellent, excellent. What else? Anything else that we need to make sure people are thinking about? Um, I think that's it. You know, if if you're a good recycler, encourage your neighbors. We would love to have a hundred percent participation in recycling. We have, um, we definitely have certain areas and certain neighborhoods that are are really great, but we'd really like to have every city resident recycling. You know, um, you start small. You know, if it's if it's just your water bottles, start with that, and then you know, kind of increase, and then you can you know start putting your junk mail in there. You can start putting, you know, your cardboard boxes and your cereal boxes, and you can kind of increase it if you're a new recycler, but, you know, start small and, and, and join it. It not only reduces um, your garbage, but it can actually reduce your garbage bill. If, if you have to, um, if you currently are using multiple garbage cans at your residence, you, if you just take an inventory of what's going into your garbage, you might see that a majority of that is recyclable and there's no additional charge for recycling. So it may mean that you can, you know, bring your sanitation bill down a little by giving up one of your garbage cans and getting recycled in. Yeah, I think if you went uh, full on into it, there's definitely ways to reduce the overall waste that goes into the trash side. Because if you talk about pulling out the recyclable materials, that's a certain amount. Um, I know we've talked a little bit at one point about um, composting and things like that. There's a certain amount of stuff that's in your trash that could probably be in a compost type thing if you're uh, interested in that. And I know Keep Douglasville Beautiful. Uh, we may have some information about that on the website as well. But Keep Douglasville Beautiful could definitely tell you about that. Uh, I know we've talked with Kevin Livingston on a previous show about that uh, from the UGA Extension Office. That's also an option if you want to do composting and make some nice compost for your garden or something like that. A lot of stuff that's in your your trash probably can be composted mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. So there's definitely ways to reduce that and, again, reduce your trash bill maybe a little bit if you can reduce it down to just the one can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's a great point. All right. Well, that is going to be recycling, and it is coming back officially May 3rd. I know everybody is super excited, but Allison's really excited down there about recycling <laughs> returning. <laughs> So that is great, great news. But uh, keep an eye out on the website and the social media for, for more information. We're going to start pushing more and more kind of educational pieces just to talk about um, recycling, reduce, reuse, and then recycling and what can and can't be recycled. So keep an eye out for all that. So I think that's going to wrap up the show. Anything else you want to talk about before we close? Ms. Chan, anything else that keep Douglasville beautiful? All the great things. You guys are doing a lot. Just come out <laughs> for the farmer's market. You won't be disappointed. No, definitely. So we're going to come out for So, yeah, May the 4th, we're going to come out for the, the big Star Wars night for sure. As, as a um, huge Star Wars fan, I am so excited about May the 4th Farmer's Market. So. That sounds really awesome. Yes. Not that I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Somebody may have decorated my office with Star Wars stuff. <laughs> it's unrelated. I don't know if I can tell my camera up. There may be a uh, Death Star hanging from my ceiling. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, we'll definitely come out for Star Wars night <laughs> to kick off the, the farmer's market this year. <laughs> um, and uh, all the other things as well that we talked about coming up event-wise, we're so excited that events are coming back and we're able to start getting back together and doing some fun things in the community. So thanks 
Emily and Allison for all those things as well. And thank you, Chan, for joining us and talking about all the things that KDB is doing and about the return of residential recycling. So thank you for guys joining us and thank you everyone for joining us and watching and listening. And we will see you next time on Douglasville Impact. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.